What's up, everybody? This is Derek Ficken over at Beckett Radio here, live at the National Convention in the IX Center in Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, it's been a crazy Friday. All day I've been swamped with interviews, so I'm, I'm excited to announce that the show for Friday is ready to go. We got, I mean, we got interviews from uh, grading people, auctions. We got interviews from uh, thepit.com, the autograph cards, Steel City Collectibles, Type 1 Photos, freedomcardboard.com, and of course, what better way to round things out than to get an interview with Panini's own Scott Prusha. We dive into, I mean, the NFL licensing deal that they just got, uh, a lot of crazy stuff happening over with Panini. So uh, definitely check this uh, this segment out. It's going to be jam-packed all weekend long with a bunch of interviews. Tomorrow I'm going to be going to Tops, Upper Deck, uh, Dave and Adams, Blowout Cards. I'm going to try and maybe even get one of the bench warmer girls to come on and, and talk some trading cards if, if they know what they're talking about. So let's, uh, get, let's get this going. Like I said, Derek Ficken, Beckett Radio, National Convention. If you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter at Beckett Radio or through an email, radio at Beckett.com. And if you guys want us to uh, check out one of the booths over here at the National and uh, you got some questions for someone over here, just send us an email or through Twitter. So uh, without further ado, here's, uh, here's the first day of Beckett Radio National Convention. Enjoy. All right, we got Chris Gilmore at freedomcardboard.com. What's up, man? How's it going? Yeah, Dude, good to have you. You know, I'm so excited to have you on because I'm all about forums, getting out there, you know, exposure, and you guys have a great thing going on. Uh, you pretty much started it up. You want to you wanna kind of give a little backstory on it? Yeah, yeah. 2008, there was a lot of changes going on. Well, the internet in 2008 was still evolving and changing. Yeah. And um, people were coming out with new formats. Some of them worked, some of them didn't. Um, we just kind of, over the years, have just kept it simple. Now, it's nothing like it used to be. Man, it used to be crazy. Yeah. You know, but with, uh, with the whole cottage industry aspect of the industry now with breakers having their own individual websites with the success of Twitter and Facebook uh, specialized forums aren't as big a deal as they used to be yeah there's still a lot of people on them but they're, they're not what they used to be so we're, we're, we're still hanging on with uh, the emergence of you know like you said Twitter and Facebook uh, do you think that guys I mean really did it hurt you or honestly I, I think it, you could make a case that it helped y'all it does not I mean it helps in that more people know the, know the name yeah but it is so hard to pull a user off either one of those sites yeah they'll hear about you they'll know you they'll engage you like we have 6,000 followers on Twitter okay wow and they'll engage us on Twitter no problem mm. but pulling them from Twitter to your website yeah takes a it's like pulling teeth yeah and, and the thing is you may run a giveaway and you may get them for that day but they're not coming back yeah yeah you know they're 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 a they're a Twitter user yeah. they're, they, they're on Twitter for a reason exactly you know yeah. you know and it seems like social media has become sort of a drug now <laughs> you know what I mean and, and to get get off of that drug it's like withdrawal to the max I hear you you know what I mean yeah I, I had to go through that with my phone uh, you know random story but yeah, you know, I couldn't get on Twitter or Facebook, and I didn't know what to do with my life. Yeah. Like, it's nuts. So tell us a little something that uh, a lot of people don't know about FreedomCardboard.com. Uh, well, we actually tried to do um, a live just Internet auction thing like you oh, guys yeah. are doing. Yeah. The software is great, yeah. but if there's nobody's using it, <laughs> how, how great can it be? Okay. So we kind of scrapped that project. Yeah. 
Right now, we're trying to up, up, update our video chat system. Okay. You know, uh, if, if you after you log into Freedom Cardboard, you'll see in the bottom right, there's, we have an actual Facebook-style chat system. Mm -hmm. And there's a little video camera that no one ever sees. Really? Yeah, you, you, gotta, you go in the message, and you open who you want to talk to, and you open that video camera. It'll send a video request to the other user, and you can actually work out trades back and forth. Oh, okay. Via that, and you yeah. know, it integrates with the trade manager, yeah. and yeah. You, you know, that that's something because you know I do radio, so I, I got a pretty face for radio. But mm. but video and TV, you know, I, I'm scrapping that idea. But <laughs> you know, I I feel like video helps, you know, with with trades, you know. And it yeah. kind of puts a new dynamic on things. It streamlines the process, let me tell you, because if, if you're online, you're like, oh, send me a scan. Yeah. No, no, okay, here. And you're, yeah, exactly. holding it up to the camera, you yeah, know. It's I mean, right it's, there. It's, it's, it's a lot simpler that way. Yeah. Uh, and plus, uh, you can verify that who you think you're working with, you're actually working with. Yeah. Yeah, yeah with scammers, you oh, never yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, so let's let's talk about this Ferris wheel and, and the national convention. Yeah. What What do you think about the convention so far? How, how's it been going at y'all's booth? Well, it's been going great. You know, we had Dale Murphy signing for free at the booth on Wednesday. Oh, nice. And uh, you know, me being an Atlanta guy, you know, I, I still I have a retail card store in Atlanta. Actually, it's sports cards, comics, and games. Nice. And uh, Murphy's a personal hero of mine. Okay. And when they told me that was an option for this year, yeah. I was like, you know, I had like I didn't even know if I was going to be able to be here personally this year. Oh man! But uh, I, I just canceled whatever else I had going on. <laughs> yeah, uh, Dale Murphy. Yeah, I have a, a Star City Games Invitational Qualifier at my store. It's going to oh, have yeah. 120 people at it. Yeah. But uh, I just said, nope, I'm beefing up staff and I'm leaving. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, what what could we uh, expect from Freedom Cardboard in the near future? Uh, you know, we got a lot of stuff on the back. We got a lot of stuff in the works. None of it is technology based. Okay. I, I every time I've tried to integrate new technology, I've had a revolt on my hands. <laughs> All right. So I I think we're we're going to do more with actual engaging the collectors. Yeah. Uh, we have a program that we started. It's more of a rebate program. Okay. Well, it's not technically a rebate program because you don't have to buy anything to get on it. But we have software that tracks people's activities on the site. Yeah. And the people that are more active and the people that are generating more content for people to read get these FCB bucks attributed to their account. And those are exchangeable for items in our store and eBay gift cards one-to-one. -one. Gotcha. Like if you generate 10 FCB bucks, you can request a $10 eBay gift certificate okay. at any time. Yeah. So uh, that's that's one one thing we've integrated recently. We're looking to up that program. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's very low-tech. And uh, it's something going to be really simple for the user to use. Uh, simplicity is, is key. Of course. You, know, you have to keep it simple or you're, yeah. you're gone. Yeah. And I actually think the Ferris wheel is kind of symbolic of, of what the hobby has <laughs> been through. It just keeps going around and around. At, at this show alone. I mean, if you look at what's happened at this show, everybody's like, uh, what's Panini doing? The Ferris wheel's going up. It gets the high, holy crap, Panini got a 10-year exclusive. Yeah. Then everybody's like, oh, crap, Panini got a 10-year exclusive. <laughs> And these other guys, and now the Ferris wheel is at the bottom. It's like, I'm slitting my wrist. Panini got a 10-year exclusive. <laughs> but then it comes back up and says, guys, guys, they spent all this money. They've got to improve the brands. Hey, guys, you hear that uh, Panini's looking to make other moves? Guys, Panini <laughs> may do this right. Uh, and now... <laughs> I, I, I was literally going to ask you the next question. What, you, what do you think personally about the new exclusive deal with Panini. Well, I mean, I know those guys at Panini. Yeah. I know what they're capable of. Oh, of I course. mean, it's, it's a concern of mine that they don't have Carvin Chung, but Carvin Chung's a phone call away. And Carvin <laughs> Chung <laughs> is responsible for a lot of the greatness that we see in the modern hobby. Yeah. If we had a, uh, a sports card hall of fame, Carvin would be on there right next to Bill Sutherland. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know. <laughs> 
<laughs> scared the crap out of me, man. Yeah. God. Good old Bill. Yeah. Good old Bill. It'd be like Mount Rushmore, Carvin, Bill Sutherland. Yeah. yeah. That I, I maybe on Sutherland. <laughs> I don't know about Sutherland, but I'd put him on there. Funny story. Uh oh. It's two thousand six or so. Okay. And I'm a loyal member of the Beckett message board. Alright. But I'm young and I'm a troll. <laughs> Uh, Bill, you can get on here. We have an extra mic. We, we can we can plug you in here. There was a thread. I call bogus. <laughs> there was a thread about the assassination of uh, Buto. Uh oh. You remember this thread, Bill? I do, man. That's good eight eight nine years ago now. <laughs> I I posted a, a picture of you know serious cat. I are serious cat. This yeah. is serious thread, and that was my first long Beckett band. I was like, Bill, come on! I didn't know Bill back then, yeah. but I'd send emails. It might have been an abuse of power, <laughs> but you know. <laughs> I, looking back, I don't, I don't think it was. You know, it's just, I, 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 I've been kind of a, a troll before that. You know, I, I earned hey, that you one. Know. You earned that one. But now trolls are people too. <laughs> yes, exactly. But now they it's like feelings. a badge of honor on Freedom Cardboard. It says, yeah. "Hey, man, how long did you get banned from Megan for?" <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, yeah, there's a moderator in Z. Okay. Z was the band hammer. Yeah. So now it's a badge of honor, man. Z, Z one time banned me for 2,048 years. <laughs> we used to be able to ban for lifetime, and it would just give them like 99-year bans and stuff. You could see it in your profile. I think we need to make little badges like for your Facebook and your Twitter and <laughs> yes. stuff. Banned from Beckett Seriously. Forums. There you go. You know, put the year on it. Yeah. Make it a badge, man. Yeah. I think that would make a lot, you know, a lot of more users want to, you know, be more active in the forums to try and get banned, you know? <laughs> it, it would just yeah. bring a whole new side to Beckett I mean, Forums. It was definitely different back in the days. I mean, you had to, you did have to protect things a little differently. Yeah. You know, now yeah. social media and just the social aspect of all these sites has changed. You know, it used to be a little rigid. Now it's, man, you have fun. You, you know, entertain. You're teach and learn before man those were pretty hardcore forums yeah. you know back in the day so a yeah. <laughs> lot less control nowadays exactly so uh to check out freedom cardboard it's freedomcardboard.com all one word oh yeah and uh yeah other than that man whenever you want to come on the show just hit us up baseball cardpedia is another another resource yeah. to send people to cool well I'll, I'll definitely check it out i'm the you know like i said the basketball guy really so yeah. if you got any basketball people needing some info hit hit me up you know so you, are you on hobby kings no, I'm not. I Hobby should. Kings is the place to be for basketball, yeah? man. Yeah. Because I mean, our basketball forum is good, don't get me wrong, but I, I need more, you know? Yeah, yeah. So, I, yeah, hobbykings.com, I'll Hobby check King, out. Hobby Kings, Hobby Kings. All, all, all the big, exquisite collectors are there. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, it's not really about volume with them because there's not that many people. Yeah. But everybody there is a deep pocket guy who yeah. really goes all out. That's cool. And basketball is a lot like hockey in that sense. If they go, they go all out. Yeah. That's why hockey's an underrated market oh, because yeah. the collector is just a fanatic in hockey. And plus, hockey jerseys cheap. Yeah. They got all this color yeah. and all these patches. So, <laughs> yeah. well, you know the the cool thing about you know everyone says hockey is kind of the weakest sport. And I, I mean, as far as volume, I, I yeah, you could say that. But like you said, they're they're absolute diehards. You know, they go nuts for their products. And I, I think the same goes for basketball. You know? It's big enough that a company like In The Game can can establish a really strong foothold. Yeah. And they're, they're a small company. Exactly. But because hockey is so, um, so, so fanatic, if you tap into what that collector wants and you make it, it doesn't matter what your brand is. Yeah, yeah. You know? Now, what do you think about ITG and Leaf partnering up? I mean, do you think it's great for the hobby? Do you think it kind of... 
I mean, ITG has so much good products, so yeah. much great memorabilia that they put in their products. I, I don't think Brian's going to mess with it a whole lot. Yeah? You know, I, I, I Just think... Just let it do its thing. Yeah, well, if you look at what Lee's putting out, mm-hmm. I mean, the newer stuff that they're putting out going... Oh, they've put out some, some stuff before that wasn't that great. But if you look at Trinity, yeah. and you look at this new... Oh, what's the name? The Q is the new product? Oh, uh... Uh, I don't remember the name of it. He yeah, told me the name. Yeah. But <clears throat> the singles over there, the booth, it looks better than anything I've ever seen. Yeah. Well, you Trinity know? is fantastic. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was selling nuts. like hotcakes. They prove that even baseball car collectors don't mind the occasional event used jersey. Yeah. And you know, I, I have a problem with event used as it is. We, but we all have a little problem. As long as you know what it is going exactly. into it, yeah. you know, it's fine. Yeah. No, you know, my biggest thing in... On this radio show, I talk all about you know sticker autographs versus on card autographs. Uh-huh. You know, I'm a big fan of on card. I think a lot of people are. Every, everybody is. Yeah, I, I mean, think, I think the autograph kind of takes a step back when it's on a sticker. It does. But that's my personal opinion. And same with event worn versus game worn. Yeah. You know, I've seen the pictures where athletes have 20 jerseys on, and hey, that's an event worn jersey. Marking your walking around with his arms yes, to the side. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> I was just like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah, um, but, hey, you got to do what you got to do. You know. Well, the stickers because they have such small windows to fill all their products from the year. It says, "Okay, tops, you got Mike Trout here. Mm-hmm. That's all you got." Yeah. So whatever product you got ready, obviously you're going to be able to get on card. Yeah. But what about the rest of the year? Yeah, you, you, you just got to have stickers. Yeah. Uh, I wish they kept stickers to low-end products. Okay. But uh, it's not always possible. It, I mean, it seems like they're going more towards that route where the higher-end stuff is going to be on-card because, you're, you know, you're really paying for autographs, and, you know, with stickers, mm-hmm. it, it's kind of lower-end. So I could see that, and hopefully they'll, uh, you know, with Panini, they did whenever, because they're in Irving, Texas, so whenever Kyrie Irving came to play the Mavericks, they're like, hey, let's you know, let's get you signing all these cards. So they went to him, signed a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, how it's going to be for a while, you know. Yeah, but there's some guys you just can't catch like that. Yeah, unfortunately. You know, I mean, uh, I guess when the Angels in town or in Arlington, you can yeah. pick them up. But yeah. you know, I mean, think about all the athletes that doesn't happen for. Exactly. Yeah, and you know, I think Tops, uh, they had that big news with uh, they're trying to revamp their autographs to get less redemption so they're going to start in spring training or something like that well which makes sense you know redemptions wouldn't be a big deal if they actually got fulfilled it's true i mean the problem i mean if the player doesn't turn in a redem- if the player doesn't honor his contract which happens a lot more than anybody thinks yeah that's really the only place where redemptions become an issue now why you know because like you said that happens a lot why the card companies take all the flack for it yeah. you don't you don't hear Say if uh, Mike Trout says, I'm not going to honor this contract, I'm not going to sign anything, when he's one of the biggest stars ever, you know, puts in a big Topps product, and mm-hmm. Topps gets all the flack. Why don't they just say, hey, Trout didn't sign, he didn't fulfill his contract, why don't they put some of the flack on him? Well, I mean, uh, Mike uh, Trout was, was Seal Anderson Ware. Yeah. You throw Seal Anderson Ware under the bus, <laughs> you don't get any more Seal Anderson Ware customers, uh, uh, clients. Yeah. Think about how bad it would be if they threw, say, Mandy from Scott Boris's agency under okay. the bus. Yeah. Or they threw Scott Boris under the bus. Yeah. Or if they threw a Scott Boris client under the bus. Okay. You know, that it's, would it's, be bad. Yeah, yeah. That would that would be worse. <laughs> that would be worse. Than, yeah. than collectors mad at you. So I, yeah, I, I guess I'll take the flag. Yeah, know, yeah, or, or and the, yeah. Uh, and it is unfair to tops. Yeah. But if you think about it, if you go to a show and the signer that you paid for at that show is not there. And you wasted your time, and you get a refund, which is essentially what uh, uh, an alternate redemption is. Yeah. Then you're still mad. 
Yeah. Because you put invested, you you put time and you put energy, you put travel money or whatever to get to this show. Yeah. And the same thing with the redemption card. You went out and you bought that redemption or you pulled that redemption. You waited six months. Yeah. That's that. That's a, a that. Yeah. The yeah. wait is is. I actually think they should be up. Uh, they they should be adding to replacements. Say yeah. hey, if you redeem a fifty dollar card, here's an eighty dollar card. Yeah. You know? I mean, it seems like sometimes they do that. You see do. stories on Twitter and on the forums that, yeah. hey, I was supposed to get this card, and I got this awesome card. Yeah, yeah. That's even better. It you know? doesn't always work out that way. But the True. issue is, say 10, say 10 orders go out, nine of them they did a fantastic job on. One of them they screwed up. Yeah. You might not see those nine, but you will see that one. Definitely. And that so. one's going to multiply to everybody else. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. All his friends are going to be ticked off and... <laughs> Yeah, torches and pitch pitchforks, exactly. and next thing you know, they're going to be posting pictures of serious cattle on your website. <laughs> Man, Chris, hey, we appreciate you coming on. Yeah. Whenever you want to come on, you know, telephone interview, just hit us up. All right. Sure. All right. Good deal. Thanks, dude. Right. Have a good one. Yeah. Thanks, Derek. All right. So uh, we got another special interview. We we just have all these special interviews today uh, going on throughout the national convention. Uh, but Mr. Andy Broom of Beckett Grading is going to join us. Andy, what's what's up, man? What's going on? You slaving away back there? They, they got you. Uh, they giving you water at least. I well, mean, we get we get uh, warm water and stale bread <laughs> thrown over the curtain. Man, but, that's uh, messed up. Yeah, that's messed up. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, how how's it been going over there so far? You know, it's it's been crazy. Uh, the national is is our biggest show, no question. And it just seems like every year it gets crazier and crazier. You know, I, you don't really know what to expect, com, you know, completely going into a national. How busy is it going to be? How big yeah. is the crowd? How many cards are we going to see? But I, I, I tell you, uh, you know, by Thursday, it, it was kind of shocking to all of us. I and mean, we were already cut off until Sunday morning on Thursday. So wow. it was just, you know, a lot more cards than even last year. Yeah. So, which is great. Uh, it's great. I hope it's an indication that the entire show is doing well and all dealers are doing well and the crowd's big. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think as a national, like as a whole this year? How do you think it's been successfully? Like, you think in recent years it's better, worse? Like, what do you think? Well, you know, I got just a limited uh, knowledge this time. I haven't really been out much, but some of the people I've talked to have been really pleased so far. Uh, I know the traffic was a little bit slower in the show until today yeah. i think today it's picked up yeah but um but it, i mean honestly it's not too bad right now you know like right the you know it's not really long like you know we're right by the upper deck booth and there's not really a long line for that i mean you know it's definitely manageable you know yeah it, it's a decent crowd it's not what anybody would would call packed i don't think i think i think tomorrow's your big public day yeah. you know so you know, you never know. You never know what day's big. You know, here it's it's kind of a weird thing. What what's kind of your go to booth um, at the national, other than obviously Beckett Grading? Well, you know, the uh, all the manufacturers have uh, giveaways and redemptions yeah. and stuff, and you know, those are really popular. You know, if you can get in early when those first start and, and beat the crowd, that's definitely a good stop by yeah no i'm gonna try and uh, make my way around the card company see if i can get a couple free packs of cards or something <laughs> you know beg them for a free interview for a pack of cards or, you know <laughs> uh i i you know i tweeted something out to tracy hackler i was like paging mr hackler would love to get an interview and someone was like you begging for inter- interviews already i was like well no not really but <laughs> i mean kind of man it, it's it's crazy over there with with panini upper deck tops 
What uh, What do you think about the Case Break Pavilion? Have Have you made your way over there? Yeah, I did stop by uh, yesterday. Saw a little bit of it. You know, it's it's that's the hot thing right now in the hobby, and and I'm glad the uh, national is somewhat proactive with that and, yeah. and and put that together this year. Seems like it's pretty successful. I've heard some buzz about it, and you know, it, it's a pretty cool area over there. I'm, I'm kind of yeah. it's not something I'm into, yeah. but you know, I know how big it is right now in the hobby, and yeah. so I, it's great. I, I hope they continue to to be proactive with new things in the hobby. Now, uh, as far as Beckett grading is concerned, what uh, what's probably the biggest card y'all have seen so far come through uh, Beckett grading? Oh, you know, we've, God, we've seen a, yeah. a bunch of cards. Of course, uh, you know, lots of Manzels and, and stuff like that. But uh, I think we've had, I know at least one uh, Manzel X-Fractor. Really? Uh, it was, was a 10 with a 10 auto. Wow. Yeah, so it's a pristine. Uh, I think I, I, I tweeted some pictures of that out yesterday. Okay, I think it yeah. was day before. The, the days run together. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh, definitely a huge card. But, you know, there is just so much good stuff that we're seeing. You know, it's one of those shows where, uh, at least especially in the vintage, you either see some really nice high-end stuff mm-hmm. or, you, or, you, or it's, you know, a lot of trimmed and altered stuff. So, yeah, you know, you, you, exactly. get, you, get a lot of the, you get a lot of the best and a lot of the worst here. Yeah, yeah. no, I hear you. So, uh is Beckett grading still looking for uh, new graders? What, what's the deal about that? Yeah, you know, we're always uh, looking for grading candidates. Yeah. Um, you know, we, we've uh, we've added several this year already. Uh, I think we're looking at uh, potential of another one here soon. But uh, you know, we're, we're we're growing. I mean, we have we have uh, new graders here at the show that have been with us for a while, but now they're up to the level where they can do the show. So, you know, that's helped having some extra graders. But uh, yeah, we're definitely looking for. Uh, uh, other people in grading back at our Dallas headquarters. Yeah. Um, you know, anybody that uh, is interested and uh, wants to find out more, just uh, send send your uh, resume and your your background, hobby background. Your you know what do you have uh, as far as great you know grading experience, card experience. Send it to uh, grading at beckett.com and Perfect. we'd love to hear about it. Yeah. Well, Andy, whenever you want to come on during the national convention. You have a permanent seat and a permanent mic. And so <laughs> awesome. whenever, whenever you want to come on, especially if I'm in an interview and you come along and you're like, hey, man, let me get on. I will literally kick them out of the interview and go straight <laughs> well, I don't to know you. about that. There's some uh, good <laughs> interviews right here. Uh, there might be some people I want to talk with. Or, yeah. you know. <laughs> well, luckily, we got three mics right. and a wireless uh, recorder thing here. So we're all <laughs> set up, man. I, I I got just a huge fleet of technology on this small little table. So it, it, I'm impressed. And hey, man! You know, getting all this here <laughs> and set up so quick. I mean, yeah. that's a that's pretty high tech. Yeah, but, man. But yeah, you know, I, I did tweet out uh, if anybody had any questions about grading at the national or the national in general or whatever you want to talk about, send them to me, and I'll come out here and uh, get on and yeah. try to answer some questions. I've been getting questions, but none uh, yet for you know yeah, for radio gotcha. yet. Well, uh, at Broom with a view. Yep. His Twitter handle, at Becker Radio. Definitely uh, send us questions. Uh, for all you guys that are not at the National, that's how you can get a hold of us. Uh, if you are at the National, come by the Becker booth. We're in the middle of 1,400, 1,500 aisle, uh, right by Upper Deck. I mean, we're popping here. It's a big old booth. Grading's doing their thing back there. So I, I'll let you go. I think, yeah. I think yeah. your boss you, you, is yelling, yelling at me for you to... Oh, I, I'm sure. Work. Yeah, you, you can find the Beckett Radio is real close to the ceiling machine, so you get yes. that nice squeal. Man, my, my first interview I had, I heard that machine, and I was like, man, 
That's just a lovely sound. It's the sound know? of production I, right there. I, yeah, I hope I fall asleep and listen to that, you know, yeah. that, that sound at night. Hey, you block it. it out after yeah. a while. <laughs> All right, man. Well, you have a good one, and thanks for coming on. Thanks, man. All right, we have a special guest at the National Convention, uh, Brian Flam of the Autograph Card. You guys are located in Maryland, and you guys have a pretty cool idea to make that autograph that much more special. Can you tell us a little bit about your business? Well, basically, we produce blank trading cards that you can then go out and get signed. Um, they're basically a great filler for people that are already out collecting and you run into a situation where you don't have an item for a player or a player shows up unannounced, you didn't know he was going to be there, and it gives you a nice catch-all to, to make a nice collectible when that opportunity arises. So when, when did you guys start? You, you said 2005. Uh, the idea originally, conceptually, was I've been collecting since the 80s. Of course, yeah. Uh, and sometime in the, in the 90s, I ran into Faye Vincent at a Phillies game, and I didn't have an item. So I turned over my business card at the time, and I had him sign it. And I was thinking, like, wow, like, if I could just print some red seams on a business card, I'd have something. And a buddy of mine who happens to be by trade a graphic designer yeah. and is also an avid autograph collector, I told him the idea. And for years, he's always busted my chops. Like, well, if you want that, I can make you something that looks nice. Yeah. <laughs> so I finally called his bluff. And about 04, he printed some up for ourselves to use. And uh, we were using them. In the Arizona Fall League, we make an annual pilgrimage out there to yeah. collect autographs of players as they make their way up. And people would continually ask us, like, those are great. Can I buy some? And the light bulb kind of went off. If this many people are asking for it, maybe we're on to yeah. something. So the website <laughs> went live in September of 05. Perfect. Uh, so the autographcard.com is y'all's website. Correct. And uh, so you guys, I mean, I'm looking, you got baseball, basketball, football, hockey, wrestling, MMA, racing. You guys go into the movies and television yeah, we, stuff? We do do uh, stuff for movie stars, music, awesome. uh, even into the comic book realm where we do sketch cards and comic book cards. Yeah. Um, basically, we've expanded uh, based on what the public demands. Yeah. Um, people always ask, well, how do you come up with ideas? By going to a show at the National, we talk to a lot of people that use the product. Mm -hmm. uh, and they say, hey, this is great. Can you make me golf? Because yeah. I go to golf tournaments, and it's really hard to have a golf ball signed. <laughs> you know, and that's... It really is. You know, yeah. it came out of necessity. Yeah. I'm a baseball collector by heart. Mm -hmm. I would have never really, off the bat, gone and done golf. Yeah. But the public demanded it. Exactly. So. What, so let's go into your personal collection. What is your all-time favorite autograph that you have? Oh, I mean, it changed minutely. Yeah, of you course, know, of course. You know, <laughs> and, and the nice thing about collecting is each one you have a story of when you yeah. met the player. Um, you know, my personal favorites are anything I have by Gary Carter. Yeah. You okay. Know. What about, uh, what would your most memorable, I guess, meeting of a player, like when, when you bring them your card, do they have something funny, something like, oh, wow, this is actually a cool well, idea? Coming back from spring training one year, uh, I was in Dulles Airport. Okay. And... All I had were my baseball signature cards on, and who do I see standing next to me at baggage claim? But Rob Van Winkle, oh. a.k.a. <laughs> Vanilla Ice. <Yeah. laughs> 
<laughs> so I had him sign one. Yeah, why you know? not? Exactly. It's you know, you know, who, who doesn't want a vanilla ice autograph? Yeah, that that's. I mean, that's once in a lifetime that you can yeah. meet him and then get an autograph from him. Yeah. So that works. What uh, what's in the future for you guys? Are, are you guys venturing out into other areas, or is it just whatever the collectors are looking for? Well, as as I said before, we try to base it on demand. Yeah. If if we feel there's a demand, we'll produce a card. That's why we just unveiled yesterday an MMA card. Yeah. Because you know six seven times a year, I was getting emails from people saying, "Hey, we love the boxing, we love the wrestling." Make an MMA card. Yeah. So, why not? Yeah, you know, we have uh, a new city series line coming out, uh, which is city specific. We unveiled a Cleveland one here oh, at the nice. National for yeah. baseball. Um, in Chicago last year, we did a, a Cubs and White Sox themed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sure there'll be something else in Cleveland for Chicago next yeah. year when we're out there. Probably yeah. Blackhawks themed. Yeah. We also this year came out with a black and gold baseball. Okay. Uh, which you can sign with a paint pen, and it looks fabulous. Yeah. So let, let's get to the National as a whole. What, what do you think so far about the National in Cleveland, and what do you guys expect for the next couple days? Well, th- this room, to anyone that hasn't been to a National before, can be overwhelming. It's <laughs> yeah. ginormous. Yeah, yeah. You know, they say, what, half a million square feet? It's crazy. And to be able to take anything in in one day, you can't do. Yeah, impossible. And then to get, you know, customers to focus... What we found in past nationals is the first hour or two of every day, people are so blinded by having to race to get in line to a redemption or an autograph line or this or that, that they can't even focus. They're just so overwhelmed by the room for the first couple hours that you need to give people time to decompress and get their bearings. (laughs) And by the end of the day, then they'll come by and they'll talk to you. (laughs) But the first hour or two, people are just in this stupor of of punch-drunk, baseball card fever. Yeah, it's funny you say that because, you know, this is my first national and uh, that I was kind of like that, you know, we got here around 8.30 or so and so for the first hour or two I literally just walked around in awe of everything and at every table and I didn't even go past the 1400 aisle. It, It was all by this big Ferris wheel, so yeah, I was just in shock. So now I got my radio equipment set up, and I'm kind of calming down a little bit, you know, trying to get my priorities going. But it's it's nuts. I mean, it is Candyland for adults. <laughs> it is every, you know, collector's fantasy yeah. room. There's anything you could possibly want. Yep. It's in the room. Yeah. Whether you can find it or not yeah. is another story. <laughs> yeah. Because it can be overwhelming. Yeah. And, you know, as I said, it, for, for the first timer, buy the multi-day pass. Mm. Definitely. Don't the first national I went to uh, four or five years ago, mm-hmm. I went the one, well, I'll be able to do it in one day. Yeah, yeah. No chance. Struggling. <laughs> well, Brian, we really appreciate you coming on. Uh, for everyone out there that um, are interested in buying some of these, you uh, can buy them on the website, correct? Absolutely. So uh, www.theautographcard.com, and their eBay store is called the Autograph Card Store. So definitely check that out if you're interested, and I will be posting their information on our website. So uh, if you know you want more information, just check us out. So Brian, appreciate you coming on. Thank you, Derek. Yeah, appreciate and, it. Uh, yeah, we'll uh, have some fun at the national. All right. So next up, we got Panini on the air live here at the national. Mr. Scott, how are you doing today, sir? Man, I'm doing awesome. Thank so, you for having me. Yeah, on. Yeah, man, we appreciate you uh, coming on. Uh, y'all are 
extremely busy over there. So we appreciate you coming over here, giving anytime, us a couple, anytime. Anytime, anytime, man. I appreciate you having me on and yeah. and letting me tell the Panini story. Yeah, definitely. So uh, talk of the town. NFL license. Cleveland? Yeah, well, yeah. Not not Cleveland, pretty much the whole entire world. The whole world. The whole world wow. dropping I mean, breaking news, dropping all bombs right. all over the place. How excited is Panini to get this exclusive license? Oh, incredibly excited. I mean, uh, you know, just before we we hopped on, you know, we were just having the conversation about about the announcement and, yeah. and how excited we were and, you know, a lot of the listeners, your listeners, know that I I came from the Beckett house household and uh, I moved over many 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 years ago mm-hmm. 2001 is when I started with the company and we were a big football company and, yeah. and we were growing in baseball at the time but but football was our passion and football is where we had a lot of our roots that were sowed and uh, just all these years later to to just continue to work hard on football to work hard on on the brands to try to put out the best product that we could it all just came together and and when they made that announcement yesterday I was in the room yeah uh, and I was I was teary-eyed and, <laughs> yeah. uh, and and hoping that in some small way I, I played a part in, in helping this um, you know there's such great people over there yeah. at NFL players um, I, I've gotten to personally know some of those people for 10 plus years mm. there you have a great leader in Keith Gordon just an amazing guy mm. like it's unbelievable to have conversations with this guy and think he's the head of the Players Association yeah. and um, you know he's, he's like a brother like family and and to be able to march forward with them and, and to continue to grow what we've grown, yeah, I'm just I'm just excited to be part of it. So the uh, the new deal starts at the 2016 season, is that correct? Correct. And do you guys? I mean, I know it's been real early, but do you guys have something in the works? Maybe something special lined up to kind of to kick it off? off? Yeah. Well, we we hope that uh, you know we we have more announcements to make, and and we hope that there's a lot more that falls into place that. Uh, We'll continue to grow this thing, but we can't. We can't wait. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we we've done a tremendous job. I mean, hats off to our team, our product development team, all the way to my marketing partners, in in continuing to grow what we do and how we activate with yeah. NFL players. And uh, just this this weekend is very challenging for us because obviously camp start. Yeah. And once camp start, it's hard to do things. But you know, we've from taking Antonio Brown. To spend the day with a with a fan, mm-hmm. and and he he went to uh, Antonio Brown went to one of the collector who won the Player of the Day contest. Yeah, spend the day with him at his house in his neighborhood, and then go sign free autographs at his shop. All the way across to having ESPN film Johnny Manziel, and you know our our commitment is bringing players in the fold and and bringing attention to the category, growing it, uh, educating young kids, yeah. and and with our deals with Pop Warner and and the Hall of Fame, we reach a lot of kids. Um, so we're, we're real proud of, of what we've been able to accomplish with them. And, and so for us, it's just for now, it's just to continue to work hard mm. and, and continue to just keep pushing and growing the category. And so when 2016 comes, I think we'll be ready to roll. We'll be yeah. ready to hit the ground running. And I'm sure between now and then we'll have all sorts of special gizmos of and gadgets yeah. we're going to come out with in yeah. 2016. But, <laughs> you know, that's really what we're, we're excited about and focused on. Yeah. Uh, so obviously we're in Cleveland. Uh, Cleveland th- rocks. Yeah, Cleveland rocks. So I keep hearing. Yeah. Uh, what do you think about the convention so far? I've been completely blown away at how yeah. great it's been. Uh, every year, I'm I'm a little bit of a nervous Nelly. Yeah. Um, you know, to be able to uh, be lucky enough and fortunate enough to to spearhead this this activation, uh, I'm always a little little nervous going into it. Um, Cleveland is is a great hobby market great hobby market a little difficult to get to mm-hmm. and that's always what's concerning um, you know, Chicago's easy yeah 
that's why it goes back every other year. You know, lots of flights going in and out. Yep. Cleveland's a little trickier. So going into this, I was, I wasn't sure how successful it was going to be. But then again, right before we go into this, they announced that LeBron James is going to go back to Cleveland. You know, Johnny Manziel gets yep. picked. Andrew Wiggins goes yeah. number one overall, and and all of a sudden, it it grew. I think a little bit bigger than just collector base. It became mainstream, and yeah. so the room has been jamming. Yeah. We, we've had a tremendous amount of 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 success in all the different things that we're trying to do. Yeah. And uh, from the Case Breaker Pavilion to uh, you know our wrapper redemption, our VIP, our customer service trade out program. Yeah. We're we've just been busy, like you said. Our booth is packed every yeah. time you go by there. <laughs> Uh, let's talk about the VIP party. There, there's some big names going to happen. I've heard. Yeah. I've heard something uh, about this yeah. party. I mean, you, I, I hope I hope I get to go. Is you, what I yeah, am. like that. That would be sweet. I mean, Kyrie Irving. You know, some some dude plays basketball here in Cleveland. Some guy plays basketball. You know, Joe Namath. I he, just answered the question to somebody else, and I said you can't have a party in Cleveland yeah. without bringing our spokesman, Kyrie Irving. So hey, yeah, well, he had to be there. Yeah, of course. Uh, you know what. May, will Johnny Football make an appearance? That's all I gotta say. Wow, good question. I, I, I can't, gotta be honest. I don't know. I, I, yeah. That's been the million dollar question. So, uh, <laughs> you know, I don't know. You I don't guess know? I guess those that are lucky enough in the room exactly. will find out. And uh, if he did show up, it'd be news to me. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, but but hey, you know, we're we're excited. We know we've been announcing guys all week. Yeah. Um, this thing has grown into something incredible, and I'm just glad to be a part of it. Um, you know, we, we just every year it just continues to get bigger and bigger. Yeah. Um, I went over to the venue yesterday and it's just awesome. Yeah. I mean, definitely. it looks amazing. Uh, you know, the names that we've gotten from DJ Cool, who's now family, yeah. to uh, <laughs> Dominique Wilkins yeah. and Dr. J yeah. and Joe, Joe yeah. Namath. The I mean, it's going to be big. a fun. It's going to be a fun room to yeah. be in. So. Uh, so how exactly can guys get into that party? You can't now. Oh man. That's that sucks. <laughs> no, well, the way what, we what did, did it, they have to do the way that we did it, and originally this this whole thing kind of started out to to reward those heavy hitters yeah. that were were buying tons of our product. I mean, before we even did the first VIP party, we would find out guys were spending five, six, ten thousand dollars on our product, and I mean that's awesome. Yeah, and we wanted to reward those guys, uh, so you know that's kind of how it developed. So um, you know we had a couple thresholds for for you to qualify and it was just basically to reward those that we knew were going to walk in this room and spend money on our product um yeah. so that that's how you you get in is just to be a loyal panini fan and um you know just just purchase our product and and so um you know we're proud to to be able to put that on it's grown mm -hmm. to uh incredible epic yeah epic uh, <laughs> proportions but but uh you know last year everybody said how are you going to top last year i mean nothing Nothing beats bringing the biggest athlete in a sport at the time to an event. And yeah. we got Yasiel Puig there, and he hadn't even done anything since then. So we're pretty yeah. proud that we did that. So I think we've answered the bell. I think all the names you see for this year, everybody's pretty stoked about. And, uh, and we're not done yet. Yeah. So. Well, what can we expect from Panini in the near future that's not the NFL license? <laughs> there's got to be wow, something. that's a there's, good question. There's got to be something. You know, we're, we're excited with – with two things, yeah. you know, and I mean, a million things. Yeah, I mean, course. it's hard to narrow it down, but two things yeah. that, that collectors all should be excited about, and that's an awesome NBA rookie crop and an awesome NFL rookie crop. And yeah. so we're, we're excited about these two classes because once you have good rookies, you know, we're a rookie-driven industry. You have two rookies classes that are great, a lot mm -hmm. of excitement. You know, it goes beyond Johnny Manziel in, in, in football, yeah. and it goes beyond Andrew Wiggins in basketball, and that's what's awesome. Yeah. You know, it's beyond that one guy. 
Um, they're very deep. A lot of guys, Doug McDermott goes to the Chicago Bulls. I mean, guys are going that are, that are exciting are going to good markets. That's always great. So, you know, for us in the near future, you're going to see our first basketball products coming out with those guys in it. Um, we debuted some of them here at the National to kind of, you know, just create some excitement around this year's class. Yeah. But, you know, we'll, we'll start getting into some, some as, as we ramp up and the season gets going, your higher-end bas- uh, football products and then the first products of basketball. So we're excited. Um, baseball's been doing great for us. Yeah. You know, everybody, everybody just kept saying, how's Panini going to make it work? And, uh, and, and now we're hitting our stride. Mm-hmm. I mean, our last few baseball products have been off the charts. Yeah. Donner's genre update series two is sold out wow. i mean so we're we're excited people are really liking what we're doing in baseball so i mean i think that's that's what you'll see in the future is just continue to focus on the products yeah we got some big events coming up you know we're we're down in canton this weekend as the exclusive partner of the hall of fame handing out sticker books handing out albums we'll be at the hall of fame basketball next week as the exclusive partner of basketball hall of fame awesome handing out sticker books yeah. getting hand, <laughs> you know cards in kids hands so yeah. um it's gonna be pretty exciting Cool. Well, hey, man, whenever you want to come on the show, literally all you got to do is call me. We'll hey, get you on. I'll be, don't do that because yeah. I'll call you all. I like to talk. <laughs> well, we don't want Tracy anymore. He's too busy. You know, He's a busy guy, and I share an office with him, so I get his scrap. So I'm glad uh, I, I'm glad he was too busy with that. that, yeah, that what, do you, what do they call the worldwide leader yeah, over there? And he some, was on type Michelle of, Steele was yeah. interviewing him and all that. So that's, it, it is yeah, what it whatever. is. Yeah. You got me. Hey, man, and that's I, all And that me, I, in my mind, I'm more important. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, Scott, hey, man. Hey. Appreciate it. Thank you, sir. Yeah, thank you. You have a good one, and yeah, go Panini. Hey, go Panini, go Beckett. (laughs) There you go. All right, guys. Well, this is not your regular host opening up this segment here. This is uh, Andy, uh, and uh, I've got an interview here with uh, Mr. Kevin Lewis. I got uh, probably one of the top photo guys here in the show. Hey, how are you doing? Good, good. How's it going here at the show? Oh, it's great. Show's going good, and uh, a lot of people here. Awesome, awesome. Well, you uh, you specialize in what we call uh, Type One News Service photos, and uh, that's a real growing market. That's something that uh, we grade and authenticate here at Beckett, and other people as well do the same. But it's really a growing market. It's it's, it's getting big. Yeah, yeah. You're you're kind of one of the guys who really seems to be on the ground floor as far as dealing exclusively in those. So we want to kind of share with the listeners more about you know what exactly are these photos what's the deal well a type one photo uh first let me start off saying there's four types of photos a type one photo is a original photo it's a photo that for example if i were to take a a picture of your pretty face right now and (laughs) uh have that original negatives and uh, develop it off the original negatives within two years of taking your picture that would be what's classified under a original type one photo now A type two photo is a photo, same pretty face, same picture, that I developed any time after that two year period would be considered a type two. A type three is more of a uh, wire transmission that was uh, developed more in about 1935 uh, and up that was uh, uh, sent through wire transmission or it could be a photo that was used off a um, duplicate negative and processed into a photo. That's one thing we sometimes on our end call a type three is a photo of a photo. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And you know, you get into the duplicates and second and third generations and whatnot, but type one photos are uh, becoming the more popular source 
you know, that we're starting to see in the hobby. They're the ones that uh, truly hold the value and uh, the scarcity. Yeah. So, so what, what, are, uh, what are kind of the main, I, I don't want to call them characters, but the main people that people are looking for, if that makes sense? Well, I, I don't exclusively uh, just sell one character or, yeah. or uh, sell one uh, sports figure, but I would say in, in my dealings, uh, I'm a big Babe Ruth dealer. I deal a lot in early uh, baseball, uh, your teens through your your 40s. Uh, I do really well with uh, Babe Ruth. Babe Ruths are really hot on the market, along with uh, Lou Gehrig's, your Joe DiMaggio's. And then you could get into, if you want to step outside of baseball, you could get into early Hollywood, uh, like your uh, Marilyn Monroe does really well. Yeah. Your uh, your Elvis, or then get into uh, uh, rock and roll like your your uh, uh, Elvis and uh, Beatles. Beatles. Yeah. Beatles do really well. Stones. So it's it's ultimately just finding a really great image. You know, yeah. that's what I look for. Now, uh, as far as non sports go, I mean Marilyn Monroe is is a big uh, person that you like looking after. Yes. Uh, uh, Neil Armstrong. I saw that picture in there. Yes. What, what other non-sports type historical photos do you guys look after? You know, like I said, I, I look for something with a great image. Yeah. And, you know, I'm a history buff. I, I think you really have to be to uh, be into the photo collecting. You know, uh, you have to really appreciate the art of it. And uh, I like personally a lot of early uh, war. I like, you know, as gruesome as it sounds, I like a lot of the World War One, World War Two. Yeah. You know, I have a beautiful uh, photo of uh, the attack of uh, Pearl Harbor. Oh, nice. You know, just imagine somebody captured that in a photo during, you know, the, the horrendous moment. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, I, I go for anything that, uh, that has a really nice, beautiful image to it. Yeah. Now, uh, what is, I guess, your most prized possession in, in the photos that you have so far? I really have gotten into uh, enjoying my Marilyn Monroe photos. Yeah. Uh, Marilyn, something about Marilyn that uh, everybody enjoys, but uh, I've been uh, purchasing her photos for the last two or three years and gravitating to them. And, and there's one I specifically like that was used in multiple publications that uh, she was awarded a uh, Cheesecake Award, and she was uh, the Cheesecake uh, Girl of the Year. And, <laughs> on the east coast and yeah. you know it's just really neat really neat to see some of those images yeah I, I think i think it's the eyes that that get everyone with marilyn monroe absolutely maybe the body too you never know i, I think it's the set eyes <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's, it's always the big eyes yeah big, exactly. big beautiful eyes yeah <laughs> now uh what do you think about you know you said with pearl harbor that's a really awesome picture you know more the dark morbid photos out there uh is that highly sought after you know, with Hitler, you know, Stalin, guys like that? Uh, yeah, you find, uh, I, I would say, more important uh, current events. Okay. You uh, look for events that have happened in time and any type of uh, event that was in a newspaper, um, you know, currently was matched up to a photo. And, and those are the photos that people look for. Yeah. You know, it's nostalgia. It's you know, they want to remember the past. And yeah. so that's that's why they dig deep into those uh, early photos. Okay. Yeah, I'll tell you, the, uh, one that sticks in my mind, a few years back, uh, one of the auction houses, forgive me for not remembering which one, but uh, they had a large uh, photo auction, type one photo auction. Mm -hmm. And I have the catalogs from that. 
and one that sticks out in my mind the most, all the different photos and world events and, and things going on, there's a photo of uh, Al Capone and another guy leaned on a bar holding a drink up. And, and it's so staged, you know, it's got the goofy signs on everything. And, but it's, just, it's the image, you know, it's just a, it's a staged image, but so telling of the times. You absolutely, know? absolutely. You know? Mafia does really well as well, you know. Uh, Mafia has always been a uh, big, big collector's uh, items. And, you know, the thing with the Mafia is it's not like a lot of them were standing around to uh, pose in photos or to stand around to sign autographs. So anytime you uh, got a reporter that uh, was uh, bold enough to take a photo of one of them and you could <laughs> actually uh, get your hands on one, I mean, absolutely, prized possession. That's crazy. Yeah, that's that's probably some. Uh oh, Chris Olds. Andy Broom, superstar, <laughs> the talent. Chris Olds, get out of here! Don't you have someone to cover? It's a Chris Olds drive by, everybody. Yeah. Chris Olds <laughs> drive by. We, I don't want to be on the other end of that one. Uh, do you, do you guys have any cool mafia photos over there in your collection right now? Absolutely, absolutely. I have a great one of Machine Gun Kelly with uh, with the uh, bars uh, right behind him. Where okay. he's uh, just got done meeting with his attorney in prison, <laughs> and he's probably really upset. Yeah, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. And the ironic part, he has a big smile on his face. Hey, you know something about the mafia guys—they're in so much trouble, and they just—they just, they just got to smile. They're just living the life. Absolutely, you know? <laughs> absolutely. So, how uh, how can uh, someone that's listening to this interview check out your collection? Uh, you know, right now uh, I do this uh, more. We should say uh, uh, part time, but you could go to my uh, eBay store, which is uh, Lewis Vintage Collectibles. Uh, that's the only source that you'll ever find me, uh, along with uh, some of the other uh, sports shows. If you ever make it out to uh, the National or some of the uh, TriStar shows. Cool. Well, yeah, I'll I'll definitely be looking at some of those pictures. I hope everyone else checks it out too. Andy, if you have something else. Yeah, no, I, you yeah. know, as far as collectors, even guys that are just cards, because at one time I was just cards. But, you know, I, this is one of those areas that's going to be growing. Yeah. I, I'm telling you now, it's something, you know, if you're not already into it, not that I'm breaking any news here, but mm -hmm. they're really cool. And for somebody who collects cards and kind of reached that point where I've kind of got, you know, what else is there to get of guys? Type 1 photos are awesome because it gives you that expanded opportunity to explore whatever player you like, whatever team you like. And I'm talking even minor league. You know, I'm a big 20s and 30s minor league baseball guy. And, and Man, I still find photos that I just can't believe even exist yep. yeah. of guys that don't have cards. That's crazy. You know, so even if you're thinking I'm not into photos, you know, at least check it out because it's a really cool part of our industry that uh, is definitely growing. And there's Absolutely. there's some bargains out there too. And the cool thing about the photos are, you know, opposed to your baseball cards or your memorabilia, they tell a story. You have a photographer that snapped a photo. He he sometimes would put a uh, what we call a slug on the back which would he would type a description on the back uh, would stamp it so he could remember uh, when he took the photo and uh, what he was going to use that photo for when he wrote a news article and um, you know it's it tells that whole story about what happened there in that moment and and uh, the fun part about the the hobby is not knowing where this photo came from doesn't have the story attached to it and you have to go in and hunt down that story you have to do detective work to locate everything about it and and that's that's what andy does behind the scenes and that's a that's a great uh great side of it yeah i'll tell you one quick quick thing that goes with that i uh, i also collect snapshot photos and uh, 
you know, I pick up baseball snapshot photos from the 20s or 30s, and some you can identify right away, some, you know, just go in the collection. But uh, here is an example. I had a 1926 minor league photo that a guy, it was taken by a photographer. The player had written on the back that he'd sent it back to his family and said, you know, one of the guys, one of the player's names, he's standing behind me in the photo. And I had that photo for about 12 years. And finally, I, you know, I went over it and over it. And I got a loop out and I could read part of the scoreboard. So I narrowed it down to the year. Nice. I obviously knew the team. I narrowed it down to the year. Based on the player he named, I went through that that roster and then found the photo to match the guy who's in it and it was able to identify him. It's nice. Just, it was cool. It was detective work. But yeah. here's this snapshot from 1926. That you know nothing player. about. Knew nothing about it. Came in a box of other photos and and to find out this is a photo that he had gotten, sent it back to his family, saying I'm I'm good, you know, playing baseball professionally, and so that that's another cool thing about photos, man. They all have a story behind them. Absolutely, you know? and, and one other thing I was going to say to these folks out here is, you know, when you go through and you're buying photos, the photos that uh, tend to hold the value are going to be your type one photos, the rarity of them. A lot of times there was only maybe one image or a couple images that were used and, and they were filed away. You know, uh, the only reason why they hit, you know, the, the market is because news agencies sold out or, or consolidated with another news agency and it was passed on through the years. And if you're gonna buy photos, stick with type ones. Yeah. You know, question whenever you're buying photos, don't take people's word for it. Do your own detective work, question, is this a wire photo? Is this a type one? Is it a type two? I mean, it's all about proving that this is an original photo because the difference between an original and a type two or type three is massive. It's significant with value. You know, you could have a common Babe Ruth photo that might go for $500 and be a type one, or you could have a type three wire transmission photo that maybe 75 other news agencies had and could go for $15. So question, don't take people's word for it. Question what you're looking at and you know, don't, don't trust, you know, always do your own detective work unless it's been authenticated. You know, whenever these photos have been authenticated, it makes it a lot easier. So you know what you're buying, you could buy it and you know, feel, feel safe that you know, I'm not good with detective work. I let somebody else, let the pros do it, and they were able to figure out uh, if this is an original or not. So great advice, dead on. Yeah. Hey, man, Kevin. Whenever you want to come on the show, talk talk some photos. I would love to have you on. Awesome, as would Andy. So definitely hit us up. Awesome. And, yeah, That'd be great. Uh, so yeah, appreciate it. And thank yeah, you. Yeah, have a good one. Hey, appreciate it. You too. All right. Next up, we have a special interview with Beckett Auctions own Rob Springs. Rob, what's up, man? Good morning. How are you? It is morning. It, it is morning. Okay. It, yeah, you know, 1130. Consider it morning. Yeah, almost lunch. Okay. Yeah. So uh, tell us what exactly we got going on that's new at Beckett Auctions. Well, uh, for the National, uh, we have a set of four original painting by Kevin John, the art artist. Yeah. Um, and we also uh, have done some lithos. Uh, the paintings are more for display. We do have them up for sale here. We don't think they will sell, so we will probably yeah. have them uh, in our September auction. Nice. Um, as well as some lithos, which um, I know I'm using my hands now. They're very, <laughs> they're very long, and I actually have all four covers in, yeah. into one square uh, or long rectangular litho, yeah. so that's very cool. Yeah, that's cool. Um, we are just kind of getting uh, Beckett Authentic kicks kickstarted again, which is going to be a division of Beckett Auctions, yeah. uh, which we did in the past with uh, guys like Roethlisberger and Carmelo. And um, so we just did a, a signing with Jadavion Clowney. Nice. Um, so we've got um, got a couple of the jerseys here as well as photos. And then on the uh, through our eBay website, uh, which you find Beckett Media is the ID. Yeah. 
We have full-size helmets and mini helmets as well. All of them are numbered because we only did a certain amount for each uh, for each item. And then, uh, man, we're just trying to hit the auctions hard. We've got a huge amount of stuff for the August auction, which starts on the uh, on the tenth. We've got all these twenty-one bat barrel cards yeah. with uh, the quad Ruth, um, which also has Ott, Jimmy Fox, and uh, Eddie Matthews on it, as well as Mantle and DiMaggio and Ted mm-hmm. Williams. All these '90s inserts, all the precious yeah. metal gems and the jambalaya. And uh, uh, everyone loves those, man. I know. But I know. And now the Fleer Retro, you know, they're they're putting more and more stuff in there. Right. So obviously. The you know the the more vintage precious metal gems and all that stuff they're being more sought after. I, I do. I think it's actually know? bringing up to where people are looking at them going, oh that's cool, but that's the newer ones. Yeah, exactly. I, 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 want, I want the older ones. Yeah, I want the yeah, real so old ones. Yeah, it's it's cool. And then the, the some wax. We just had a good big wax find with the eighty six A seven Fleer box, nice. uh, eighty eighty one Tops basketball box, um, eighty four Cello football box. Um, Chrome 96.7 box. So there's there's a lot of good stuff in yeah. this auction. Uh, we're really excited about it. So what should we expect in the, uh, not the near future, but, I mean, what, you know, Beckett Auctions, we're, we're ramping things up. Right. So, I mean, should we expect more athletes for Beckett Authentic? Should, you know, what, what other kind of things are kind of under wraps that you can kind of exclusively give to us at Beckett Radio? I mean, I think so. I mean, we, we're, we're definitely going to keep expanding yeah. on the, uh, on the uh, line of athletes for the authentic line um and, and auctions we're just going to keep doing it we're still trying to be a more friendly uh, just like when we talked about a few months ago the more friendly auction house that um you know just the average collector can can go to we, we're not going to turn away the the 150 200 exactly. to, to thousand cards we really think that may be a nice uh, bread and butter area for us because so many of the other auction houses only want the high-end exactly. stuff and only want the high-end cards and mem and then so Really, if you're just you know Joe, average collector who doesn't want to mess with eBay or mess with selling it yourself, um, you really don't have many other options. And, you know, and so we're trying to fill that void, which yeah, I think is there. Exactly. And you know, I was looking at uh, at the website, which is Beck.com/auctions or yeah, auctions.beck.com. Yeah, or, or different ways. Beckett, yeah. You know, and it's it's uh, interesting because there's some items on there that I would figure would be selling like hotcakes. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, they're cheap, 40 50 60 bucks. Right. You know, and, and it's like these people need to check this stuff out because, obviously, it's going to go quick if, right. you know, the price is right. Yeah, and, and that's kind of the process of ramping up over the first four to five months. We, you know, had some lower-end stuff, which we mm-hmm. it's now kind of getting moved in. Not, not that there's not going to be any... Uh, you know, I'm not going to turn down, you know, Mark McGuire autograph oh, ball or Cal yeah. Ripken autograph ball or something that may people may deem in the 50 to, a, you know, 100 to yeah. $150 range. Yeah. So we will still take all that kind of cool stuff. But, yeah, you're going to see a lot of the cheaper stuff probably moving out, and it's probably going to be more $100 plus. Exactly. So um, I would definitely go, if, if you're looking for <laughs> bargains, it's they're not probably not going to be there much longer. Yeah, so. definitely. So the next auction is when? It starts on August the 10th, runs through the 24th, um, starts at noon on August the 10th. Goes to nine o'clock that night. Uh, obviously, there's fifteen percent buyer's premium yeah. attached to any of that. Has the extended bidding, which you know. So what that means essentially is if um, if an item before nine p.m. has more than one bid, if somebody else bids on that item, it, the, the whole auction kind of rolls for another yeah. fifteen minutes on just the items that have multiple bidding. So oh, okay, gotcha. theoretically, auctions could go to one, two in the morning, yeah. or you know, unless you have one bid. If you're yeah. the only bidder on the item. It doesn't matter how many times it rolls. You're gotcha. done. So Let, let's quickly talk about the case breaking. We we've had yeah, two case about breaks. That. Yeah, That's totally true. forgot about it. Right. And I'm even the guy opening you the are, stuff. You, are. you know, uh, how successful has it been so far? I think it's been cool. I, it's it's. Um, I mean, we've sold. I think all but one team. Wow. Uh, on the slot, 
Um, so everybody's been been in and participating, and uh, as you know, the breaks have, have gone good. A lot of fun. Yeah. Um, our next ones, I believe, we have finest baseball will be next, and that. I think, I think that goes live on the 13th, yeah. so that will go live this Sunday. Okay, cool. Uh, on eBay, um, and I think we've got Topps Chrome. Yeah, another. I remember baseball if it's Bowman Chrome or Topps Chrome. Yeah, but one th- that's them. also the next one. So okay. we got a couple of baseball. We we did Prestige and, and Elite, but now we're gonna do some baseball and cool. And hopefully we're gonna get it to where we're doing one a week. That's what yeah. we'd like to do, and just because it's you know with case breaks, um, you know it's just I feel I think like it's taking st- over the hobby. Re- well, or it's I mean, going it's not another that way. It's new. I mean, now, granted somewhat the way we're doing it with auctioning it most people haven't it's, it's mainly a slotting type deal in the yeah. past i mean it's been around for a while but it's really man it's really and uh, unless you're just able to afford that kind of stuff when you start getting these high dollar boxes a lot of collectors can't afford it and then it's a way to uh, heck i i don't even mind bidding you know if i'm looking at the astros or yeah. or, or teams that i collect yeah. um you know it's an easy way for me to jump in on it myself <laughs> and then it's it's for a cheaper price and exactly. then for maybe half the price of a normal box. Yeah. So it's, it's a very cool way for to open up the hobby to a lot of different people. Definitely. So definitely check that out. Beckett Auctions, uh, beck.com slash auctions or auctions.beck.com. One of the everywhere. Two. Yeah, everywhere. <laughs> uh, so I'll be posting it on Twitter. And uh, yeah, definitely check it out, guys. So Rob, appreciate it. All right. I'm we'll back to you next time. Yeah. All right. Now we have a special guest from the pit.com. Mark uh, is joining us live on the air at Beckett Radio. Mark, how are you doing today, sir? I'm doing great, Derek. Thanks for having me on. So thepit.com, something that I'm not too familiar of. And while you were talking, I quickly got your website, and it it looks awesome. It looks like a stock exchange, but for trading cards. So please divulge in in the the history of thepit.com for all the people out there that do not know what this is about. Thanks, Derek. I mean, I think the thing you've immediately seen probably on our website is that we have a a ticker tape scrolling with names of of players that represent cards that are actively traded on the pit. And uh, what the pit is, it's the most efficient online platform for trading of speculative rookie cards, investment grade, high uh, value cards, and increasingly vintage, regular issue tops, PSA graded cards. We do a tremendous amount of modern Beckett graded cards. Very nice. (laughs) uh, And we also trade PSA, some PSA graded rookie cards as well. Okay. So I guess how did it start and how did it get to where it is today? The pit has a fascinating history. Um, I've followed it since I first noticed it in 2001, but it was founded in 2000 by uh, two friends who were both working on Wall Street. Uh, A guy named Mark Laurie, who um, was a risk manager at San Juan International Bank. He was in his late 20s, and his buddy was a um, a lawyer at a, uh, a Wall Street law firm. They loved markets, they loved trading cards, they combined them into the pit.com, and they hit the dot-com boom. And within a year, they had sold it to Topps for $6 million. Wow. Topps then uh, grew the market rapidly. Over the next uh, five years, they added a, a Bowman Uncirculated program that was popular and drew new traders in. Um, but, it, but in early 2006, they decided that it wasn't critical to their core business, yeah. and they ended up uh, selling to a company called Naxcom. And I became familiar with the principles of that company. I stayed close to it during the years when um, Naxcom added additional features. They began trading ungraded cards. Yeah. Um, they um, enhanced the, the payment uh, possibilities. You could pay with PayPal. And um, Naxcom uh, eventually decided that they needed to sell the business. 
Uh, so in 2011, my company, uh, BidAsk 24-7 LLC, acquired the pit. Okay. So I've been running uh, the pit now for three years, mm -hmm. and um, we've, we've added some innovations of our own. So let me uh, talk to you about the rookie cards. Uh -huh. um, how has rookies like Johnny Manziel and Tanaka uh, affected the pit.com? Great question. Yeah. Uh, there's a new crop of rookies every year. Um, some are A-plus crops and yeah. you know, others are lesser, so the excitement varies. But there's always trading in uh, the most desirable rookies each year. Yeah. And uh, for example, with, with Tanaka, we've been trading uh, the Bowman rookie card of Masahiro Tanaka um, almost from the start. We work with some large dealers who will seed the market with maybe 100 or 150 ungraded yeah. Tanaka rookie cards, and they begin trading. And initially, the excitement um, may drive the price up to three bucks for the people who have to have it right away. I may have traded at five dollars to begin yeah. with. Then it settles in. Uh, in the case of Tanaka, in the it was in a band of a buck fifty to two fifty, and you know there can be good things and bad things that happen to players. Yeah. Tanaka got injured. He hasn't pitched since I think July eighth. As a result, we had a trade yesterday where we had uh, a trader who wanted to dump. 137 Tanaka uh, Bowman rookie cards, and the transaction went down at $1.30 per card. Wow. So that was a trader to trader transaction, and our fee on that transaction was only 3.5%. That's okay. how low our transaction fees are on the sell side, yeah. uh, which are lower than any other uh, in the industry. Yeah. So it's a terrific place to trade uh, speculative cards. So I, I'm not too familiar with the start stock market. How, uh, and I know a lot of people out there are, are the same way. How could you get guys like me to get into the pit.com if they're not familiar with stock market type things? Well, I think um, the first concept that you have to understand is that we have both a buy price and a sell price on everything. And that is... Uh, similar to the stock market, I hope people can appreciate that that it's not it doesn't add additional complexity. It yeah. should make it easier for you because you can see what we call a bid ask spread okay. between the buy price. Right now on Tanaka, that's a dollar sixty, and the bid price is a dollar thirty. Okay. So again, you can sell cards of Tanaka up to a quantity of. 14 at the dollar 30 price okay. you can buy cards of tanaka these are not shares these are actual cards yeah, yeah. um at a dollar 60 up to a quantity of 20 right now okay wow and the way the prices will change just the way the stock market changes based on supply and demand so if someone decides that hey, Tanaka's going to come back soon, yeah. and I think he's going to win several more games, and people are going to be excited about next year with him, yeah. even if the Yankees don't make the playoffs. Yeah. Then maybe someone will come in tonight and buy those 20 at $1.60, and then we will raise the price to maybe $1.80 or maybe $1.85 yeah. and put another tranche in there. Okay. We're always trying to uh, moderate between supply and demand and keep a balanced market. You know, that, yeah, that's really interesting. And I'll have to check out the pit.com for more information because I, you know, I would love to know more about it, you know. And uh, so the pit.com is y'all's website. Do you have a Twitter? Our Twitter account is quite active. It's at the pit cards. Okay. And if, follow us on Twitter because we will constantly tweet about what we're buying cards at. For example, right now we're paying 
$2,300 for a Michael Jordan PSA 9, and we're trading, we're, we're paying $1,950 for a Michael Jordan BGS 9. Oh, wow. We're also trading the BGS 8.5, the BGS 8 Michael Jordan rookies at very competitive prices, yeah. extremely tight bid-ask spreads. Definitely. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll definitely check that out. So everyone uh, who are listening right now, check out thepit.com. And uh, yeah, start start learning about some some cool things going on in the hobby. So, sir, I, I appreciate you coming on. And uh, yeah, thanks thanks for checking out Becker Radio. Thanks so much, Derek. All right. So next up, we have an interview from Steel City Collectibles, Mr. Big Ben Breaker. What's up, everybody? Big Ben Breaker here from SteelCityCollectibles.com, coming to you live at the National, talking to the Beckett Media guys. <laughs> Looking forward to this here with uh, Derek today. Derek, hey, how you doing, bud? Man, I'm, I'm great. I, I just want to say that's an awesome intro. Thank you. I, I'm actually jealous of that <laughs> intro. I wish I could do that on my show, but unfortunately, I cannot. So you can have it. But So what, what's been going on at Steel City? Lots of fun, man. We just got done uh, with our 100 box giveaway event. We had that uh, leading up to the national, kind of kick off the uh, relaunch of our uh, break room at SteelCityCollectibles.com. Uh, okay. Tons of fun. We gave away uh, 100 uh, boxes. We were on uh, Breakers TV for about seven hours on uh, July 15th. Uh, <laughs> nice. Breaking boxes live, drawing names uh, for the 100 box giveaway wins, and opening uh, some of our uh, top line products we gave away. Give away uh, Upper Deck Exquisite Basketball, uh, National Treasures Football, uh, SP Game Use Golf, okay. and uh, the Cup Hockey. Uh, yeah. A whole bunch more is a whole ton, ton of fun. Yeah. Some huge hits uh, <laughs> amongst them. I bet. What what was probably the biggest, or what what's the most memorable hit you remember from that? Well, we had a great uh, big hit there in the upper deck, exquisite for that guy. Uh, it was a, a Michael Jordan Magic Johnson dual autograph. Wow. Uh, it was one of the black uh, subset series. Yeah. Real sweet looking card, uh, number to forty. Oh, so oh, he man. picked that one up for nothing. Uh, yeah. We had a uh, another big hit in the. Uh, Cup Hockey, uh, Mario Lemieux game-used uh, stick, oh, autograph card. Okay. That one was numbered to 35. Nice. Uh, actually, a guy that uh, is out here at the National, I happen to be breaking live uh, and didn't get a chance to meet him, but I know he brought the card back to our booth and yeah. uh, was real thrilled, and he's been all over Twitter with it, so oh, it's been a cool. lot of fun. So what, what's, uh, what's kind of the most fun you've ever had with a case? Like, what, what's your most favorite product, I guess? Well, you know, it's uh, all those... Uh, uh, Super Break products are pretty good. You've got the Heroes of Sport products that are awesome. Uh, we pulled uh, for Heroes of Sport. We uh, got a uh, Babe Ruth autographed check, okay. and uh, it was written out to his wife for thousand dollars. So, like, <laughs> looked it up on the uh, like the conversion calculator for uh, what it's worth now uh, yeah. compared to then is like dated nineteen thirty nine, mm -hmm. and uh, that was a sixteen thousand some odd dollar check. So uh, Babe Ruth's wife uh, yeah. shit her hands all over <laughs> his money right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know that that's something that I'm really interested in. To scene and, and I'm walking around all these booths to see all these checks from all these older guys and seeing you know 200 300 bucks there but some of them I saw a Stan usual one that he I don't remember who it was too but it was like three grand oh yeah I was like man back in those days I, that had to be a lot of money well, it's funny you talk about those guys that didn't have the high salaries back then, but then you see some of those, you know, the inflation rates and, yep. uh, you know, what was 3000 back then is, uh, yeah. you know, a good bit more now. And, uh, you know, it's you know, obviously still weren't getting paid the millions, yeah. but, uh, you know, from today's times to their times, you know, it kind of equaled out. They were they were doing all right for themselves, no yeah. doubt about it. <laughs> exactly. So what's in the near future for Steel City Collectibles? Well, we're just continuing to uh, really expand our online break division. Uh, I'm a full-time breaker uh, for the company up there at SteelCityCollectibles.com. We break live Monday through Friday uh, on Breakers TV. We've uh, expanded. I've been there about two, about two and a half months now. Okay. 
And uh, you know, we've been ex we've expanded it from uh, you know a couple boxes a week uh, all the way to where we're doing 35 to 40 a day. Yeah. Um, it's it's a blast. You know, we've got a lot of great guys uh, to follow us on a regular basis on the Breakers TV. It's uh, turning into more like a family than anything else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sign on, and get to see a whole bunch of people that I know. Uh, and it's real fun meeting them in person. We got a bunch of folks coming out on Saturday, and we've had a bunch uh, that have been here throughout the week as well. Okay. Cool. And. Uh, yeah, it's it's a tremendous opportunity. We're going to be doing a heck of a lot more uh, group breaks, slot breaks. Uh, we've and yeah, the one unique thing about us is that uh, that kind of separates us from other online breakers is we're big into the on-demand breaks. Mm -hmm. So we're if you're sitting at your sitting at your home or sitting near your office, we had a lot of guys that tune in from the office, put me on mute, and yeah. uh, <laughs> you know watch us break some stuff live. Yeah. yeah, we'll process your order on the website. Uh, you just click the break this live for me button, and uh, then it, within five or ten minutes, uh, depending on uh, what our backlog is, you're getting your box broken live. So. Oh, nice. It's instant gratification, instant uh, knowledge of what you're going to get, and then we uh, ship those cards out to you within 24 hours. So, nice. great opportunity. Now, let me uh, let me talk to you about just case breaking in general. Sure. Um, what what's a positive? Uh, aspect of case breaking compared to just buying your own box of say national treasures well like when you have a fixed uh, fixed price team case break uh, you know, that's where you can go in and uh, buy your favorite team at, yeah. a, at a set cost so you know there's there's times depending on the number of cards that are in the case you may or may not get a hit but if you do you know for example we uh, did a couple of panini prime hockey which is one heck of a product if you guys yeah. haven't checked that yeah. thing out it's insane <laughs> yeah definitely. and uh, you know we did that fixed price team case break and uh, you know We've had a couple guys that are watching this live at the show as we break it. We got others okay. that are watching on Breakers TV. Yeah. And uh, you know, I had the Dallas Stars guy that was in front of me and nice. uh, watching it being broken live. <laughs> and you know, big Stars fan. And so yeah. with every Dallas Star hit that's coming out, you know, he's just he's just he's ecstatic. Yeah. And uh, we do our best to price those teams at an affordable rate. So he didn't care about anybody but the Dallas Stars. So he was able to come in there buy that. He got a bunch of autographs of the rookies. He got a Brett Hull uh, patch autograph. He oh, got wow. one of those big jumbo patches of a guy. And, you know, I mean, he was thrilled. So instead of going out and paying, uh, you know, they're well over $1,000 a case, he was able to pay under $100 for his favorite team and uh, get all those cards that were pulled from it. And yeah. uh, we do that a lot with uh, all the new products that are coming out. We've got uh, National Treasures basketball. we got a couple of the fixed-price team case breaks of it. We've got the uh, Rookie and Stars football that's coming up uh, for, also from Panini. And yeah. uh, it's, it's, it's real fun. It's, yeah. It gives those people a chance to... Uh, get in with their team exactly. as opposed to uh, you know having a bunch of cards that uh, they don't necessarily want yeah now uh, let's let's just kind of step back look at the national as a whole how, how has the national been to you guys at Steel City and personally what, what do you think about the national in Cleveland this year well, it's been awesome because Cleveland's done a great job uh, hosting I've been to the ones uh, that they've had in Chicago the last uh, two that they had down in Chicago yeah. and uh, you know they did a great job out there Cleveland uh, doing just as well um, you know, real fun getting to go around and see a lot of old friends and uh, make a lot of new ones. Yeah. And uh, I know from our standpoint, uh, this is our biggest booth of the year, uh, biggest booth ever that we've had at the National. Uh, we got a ton of square footage right under, uh, right underneath that yeah. uh, Ferris wheel, which is fun. We had <laughs> yeah. a Ferris wheel here for those guys that are at home. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah, yeah it is. It's really <laughs> crazy. Like, all of a sudden, like, they, like, only use it, like, four or five times a day so yeah. you'll just be sitting there minding your own business selling some boxes and all of a sudden you see this big ferris wheel like yeah. crank up so that's yeah. pretty fun yeah but uh, no it's been great uh, you know we've uh, got a real cool uh, giveaway where we're for a wrapper redemption uh, box if you buy a uh, wrapper redemption box you get a free uh, steelcitycollectibles.com's uh, t-shirt nice and so then uh, a couple times a day, I'll walk around the show floor with a box in my hand and uh, get to give out a box if we yeah. get you spotted. So it's, uh, you know, <laughs> real cool. We've had a lot of people who have been surprised, uh, you know, by getting a box and yeah. uh, we do stuff like that. You know, it's, it's fun to uh, interact with our customers that way. Definitely. So uh, what y'all's website is 
SteelCityCollectibles.com. And, and that has all the info for upcoming breaks and all that good stuff. Yeah, we've actually got the uh, break room page. It can be accessed right from that homepage. Also, uh, it can be accessed directly, SteelCityCollectibles.com slash break room, all one word on the break room. Cool, and, and you guys are on Twitter. It's at, let me see, SCC, right? Yeah, trading at cards? SCC Trading Cards. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, I was I was trying to send you all a Twitter message, and I was like, SCC, yeah, that's yeah, right. Yep, yeah, 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 that's <laughs> us. One of the things that's cool on Twitter that we do is we uh, give away a, uh, we have a deal of the day, okay. and uh, we always give away a, a deal of the day box uh, to uh, one of our followers. So every day there's a giveaway with oh, the exception nice. of the weekends when we're not there. Yeah, exactly. But uh, Monday through <laughs> Friday, you've always got a chance to uh, win a box of cards from us. And I know a lot of people have, and a lot of people have gotten some real nice uh, yeah. big hits out of there. Yeah, no, that's that's obviously a lot of fun when you can get a free box when just being on Twitter. Oh, no you know? question about it. <laughs> no question. Well, hey, man, whenever you want to come on the show, you got a, you got a spot. Obviously, you know you know how to talk. You know, <laughs> I just want to say from from being in radio, uh, you know, I get a lot of people that I interview, and they have no idea what they're doing, yeah. and so it's so hard to hold an interview. You know, to try and talk and conver- do a conversation, you know what you're doing. You have the voice. You have you have it's it's great, man. Well, Derek, so, I appreciate that. <laughs> if if you ever want to come on the show and just chat, hey, floor is yours, my friend. Oh, anytime, <laughs> man. Just give me a call. I'll be there. Definitely. So SteelCityCollectibles.com. Correct. You got it. Yep. Hey, everyone, check it out. A lot of cool stuff going on over there. Very Thanks, good. Thanks, man. No, I appreciate it, man. Yeah, you have a good one. Y'all take care. Okay, guys, that wraps it up for uh, Beckett Radio's first day here at the National Convention. Yes, we have been here since Wednesday for the VIPs, and Thursday we were here, but I officially started going today. We'll be here all day tomorrow and leave on Sunday. So if you are at the National Convention here in Cleveland, Ohio, stop by the Beckett Media booth. We are in between aisle 1500. Uh, and 1400 or 1400 and 1500 right by upper deck they got a lot of cool stuff over there we're gonna bring a bunch of i guess card company interviews uh we did get panini on today with scott prusha but i just saw tracy hackler walk down the aisle and uh, we're gonna get him on we're gonna try and get leaf on blowout cards david adams upper deck tops i mean there's so many more people to uh to get a hold of and and kind of just have a little fun with them here at the national convention but stay tuned for a lot more stuff here at the national convention I'll be posting on Twitter. So check us out on Twitter at Beckett Radio. And if you have any questions about who we're going to interview or, or, or if there's a booth that's kind of an oddball type booth that, you know, obviously isn't big like Upper Deck or Panini or something like that, let us know. I'll, I'll go check it out and interview them and, you know, get them a little exposure because, yeah, it's all about helping everyone out here. And, you know, what better way to have some fun than uh, right under this big old Ferris wheel here in Cleveland? So, Uh, Thanks, everyone, for checking out Beckett Radio. I do appreciate it. If you have any questions, hit us up on Twitter at Beckett Radio or email us radio at Beckett.com. Like I said, I'm Derek Ficken here at the National Convention in Cleveland, Ohio. Thanks for listening. See you guys later.